Alrighty guys, here we are at another episode of Journey to the Pit. Give me one second, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our special guest tonight, which will be Rick Hurst. Um, just give me one second, let me add. Let me add a viewer rights. I'm going to add Rick on here. Give me one second and let me add our viewer tonight. We have a special guest, Rick Hurst. All righty. All righty, guys. Just uh, we got Rick Hurst is being invited. Um, he is on his way in. Uh, we're just waiting for Facebook to uh, bring him in. Um, but while we're waiting for him to come on, I'll go ahead and put the disclaimer out that I do it at the beginning of each one of these videos. Um, all the information talked about in this video and discussed is for educational, historical, entertainment purposes only. None of this information is intended for any legal purposes. All information and opinions are respective of each individual. Yeah, let me just see what's taking Rick so long to come on in. He should be here in a second. Just give me a second. Let him come on in. It's been sent. We're just waiting for him to come on in. Guys, I'm glad to see y'all guys are already checking in. We already got 31 people. Um, welcome to the uh, people who has never, um, to the new viewers who have never seen the uh, Journey to the Pit show. Um, and what it's all about is just uh, talking about and bringing on a lot of, um, you know, experienced cockers that can spread a lot of uh, information, educational information out for a lot of guys that's coming up in the sport, um, you know, beginners and veterans. Um, so this is just another uh, guest that we have on, which is Rick Hurst. A lot of y'all guys know him um, through purchasing medicine and stuff like that. Okay, looks like he's coming on in. Let's see here. So he's he's being added right now, but guys, like I said, this is Rick Hurst. I call him the medicine man. Hey, Rick, how you doing? How you doing? All right. Look like we just got a little delay, but we can kind of work with that. I just kind of started off while uh, Facebook was waiting to bring you on in. Just put the disclaimer out there that all the information on this video that we're discussing is for educational, historical, entertainment purposes only. None of this information is intended for any illegal purposes. All information is respective of each individual. Um, so it looks like we got a good little crowd already. We already got 45 viewers coming in. Um, so guys, we had uh, kind of got this uh, interview event out a little in the middle of the week. I like to post our uh, guests, uh, Friday guests out on Monday. Um, you know, Rick's a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. We try to kind of catch up and test the Wi-Fi to make sure everything was good. You know, we couldn't get that done until uh, Wednesday, but we're here now. We already started off good. We got 54 viewers. What Rick is going to be talking about today is educating us on a lot of products that's on the market that's available for a lot of the common and even the rarest uh, health issues that we deal with on a farm. Uh, Rick is a guy who's very capable of talking about that. So I thought he would be a great guest uh, to come on. And Rick, I just want to appreciate you coming on tonight and giving us your time and sharing your knowledge with us tonight. I thank you for the information. And uh, how, how, how is everybody doing? Everybody looks like they're doing good. It looks like we're all excited. We got 65 viewers already. 
So, Rick, what, what we can start off with, you know, typically, you know, uh, the past guests that we have had on were just mainly breeders. Um, and uh, bringing you on, you're going to be talking about the health and medicine aspect of it. So I guess we can kind of switch it up. Um, what we can kind of start out with is first, how many products do you offer? Uh, roughly about 40 products are in stock all the time. It, all the products are made okay. in the Philippines by uh, by the top companies. Uh, most of the, okay. All, okay. all the products are made in pharmaceutical grade labs. Uh, several of them are ISO certified labs, which is quality control okay. measures and consistency of the product. Oh, so in an ISO, which that's very very important. Yes, in an ISO certified product. Every time you open a packet or every time you open the bottle, you can assure that the, that the, the quality is there and the, the correct dosage is there so that, uh, you, you know, you're not missing, hitting and missing. You're hitting every time. Right, right, because the quality of it is very consistent. So if you give them to them once and see the results, you know every time you give it to them, that's what you're going to be looking for, those same type of results, correct? That's correct. Okay, so Rick, let's start off with this. I, I guess uh, the best way to start um, with with the, the health is let's start from the age. Is there any particular uh, information that you can give us or a regiment, you know, that you would think uh, the guys need to start with? You know, what is the beginning phase of a whole medical or health regiment? We, we can start off with the incubator. Uh, I have a lot of questions okay. from guys that uh, they don't get a good hatch rate or it takes two or three days to hatch. Um, the fresher the okay. egg in the incubator, the better off it is. Uh, Two-week-old okay. eggs are going to hatch over a period of two days or late or week. Okay. And uh, not going to okay. get a lot in the incubation, but, you know, if you got your humidity right, you got eggs that are 10 days or uh, old or, or fresher, uh, you're, you're, you'll have a good consistent hatch rate of all in one day. Okay, all in one day. All right, great, great. So so tell me, Rick, uh, what is the first thing that you recommend the guys do uh, when the hatch starts, uh, you know, when the eggs start hatching? When they hatch out, uh, of course, I leave them in the hatcher overnight, and the next day I introduce them to the, uh, the brooder, and uh, the first okay. thing they get – is uh, LS50, and uh, okay, it comes in a tub like this. I'm I'm completely sold All out right. of it, but this is the type of tub you would get a 220 gram. All right, tub. turn it around, Rick, so we can see the label of it. The, this product here All is right. spearmycin because uh, I'm completely sold out of LS50, but uh, LS50 okay. they get it for the first six days of their life. Uh, and you need to okay. change the water every two days. So, uh, all right. So, so, Rick, why do they get it for six days? It gets in their system. It solidifies their lungs. It clears their lungs out. And also, it uh, gets their guts settled and everything where they can start absorbing their food real good and, and, and all. And uh, egg yolk will okay. be, the egg yolk will be completely used and everything. And the LS50, the lincomycin, spectomycin, gets the uh, the lungs solidified and gets her guts 
uh, lined out where they can start growing and absorbing the food and the minerals and the vitamins. Okay, I got you, I got you. And Rick, does that come in a powder form, liquid form? What form does it come in? My, all my stuff is powder. Uh, you can't okay. you can't get liquids uh, shipped through uh, the carrier. The carrier won't take liquids because of a bomb scare and things like this. Got you. But it, it's all gotcha. powder gotcha. form. It's all powder form. Okay. So we in the six days. They're out, they're out the hatcher. They're in the brooder right now. They done did six days on the LS50. What's the, what's, what's the recommended next step from there? Uh, you can use vitamin pro in their water for a day or two. Okay. Uh, okay. It's got all your vitamins and minerals. It's got your electrolytes, mm -hmm. your amino acids, and the most important thing is your probiotics. If, okay. you, if you don't have probiotics in your vitamin, there's no use of giving it, you know, uh, because most of your okay. vitamins is already in your feed. Uh, you, right. you might get an extra boost by using vitamins, but you're not doing anything for overall health unless you have your probiotics. Uh, probiotics. Make okay. And Rick, explain. I was about to just, my next question was uh, just explain what the probiotics does. Probiotics puts the good gut, gut flora and the good bacteria in the guts of the chickens. They get more out of their feed. Okay. They absorb more vitamins and minerals, and it's not passing through in their waste. Uh, you're not wasting any money uh, because they're getting it all. Getting it all. Okay. And Rick, tell me something. Say if they do get a little extra vitamin, does a chicken usually pass that? They absorb what they need. Like B12, uh, they only absorb a certain amount in one in in one day, and the rest is passed out through the droppings. Okay, all right. And I ask that question because I I see a lot of times guys like you know um, I'm I'm afraid of giving my bird too many vitamins or too much vitamins. And I hear some guys say, don't worry about it because they're going to just take what they need and pass it, pass the rest. Is that correct? You agree? In my that? opinion, yes. Um, some of the iron extract, like black vitamins or B12, 5500 with the iron dextrose or iron extract in it, uh, you can overload okay. them with that. But just your basic vitamins, okay. they'll absorb what they need and they'll pass the rest out in the droppings. Okay, I got you. All right, so so I can stay on track. So we six days out the brooder. I mean, we out the hatch. We in the brooder for six days. They get LS50. After that, you want to give them the next phase, which is the vitamins you just put up. And you said about one or two days of that? Yes. Okay. On, on day nine and ten, uh, this is the most important okay. thing you can do for your bitty other than feed water and worming is – is Coxie Buster. It's Tolterra okay. Terrazzeril. It's a okay. brand name Baycox. It's been out about 15 to 18 okay. years. Um, mm -hmm. This is my version of it because it's powder form. It does it okay. dissolves very good in water. There's no no sediment. You don't have to shake it up. Uh, Mm. It's it's colored and and I believe it's flavored because they drink it real well. Um, 
Okay. Some of the other baycock settles to the bottom. You have to shake it up. It's aggravating. Some of your oil-based right. uh, baycocks, uh, brand name and generic, they shy away from it. They won't drink it as much. And uh, okay, this here is my favorite, and I've used it all. I've used That's brand name baycocks, the oil, the oil, and this powder. They really like it, and they really drink it. I use it on day nine and ten. Uh, nine and ten. And Rick, what is the purpose of using that on nine and ten? Your coccidiosis uh, disease starts forming in their guts right along about that time. Ten days. Okay. Seven to ten days is a magic number on, on bacterial infections and coccidiosis infections and, and things like this. It's, it's about a ten-day window. About a 10-day window. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, so, Rick, tell me, um, now Now we at the 10-day, we done gave them. Now, is that something that we repeat later on, or is that, that, that right there the start of what we need, that initial dose? Day uh, 16 and 17, and day, okay. day 23 and 24. Okay, so we'll repeat that. On those days, right? That's correct. It's a two-day, a two-day thing, and uh, it replaces chlorid. Chlorid or amperlin is a thing of the past. Uh, there are several strains. Of it is, huh? In my opinion, it's a thing of the past. It's a waste of money. Uh, you could buy, you 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 could buy better stuff uh, with uh, a good box of worm pills or buy the toll trazoril or Baycox and just save your money. Cord's a thing of the past. There's two strains of coccidiosis that is uh, cord is not getting and it's immune to. Okay, that's very, very important information because cord is still, I see that recommended a lot. Uh, uh, obviously on Facebook, I see that's recommended a lot. I, I see a lot of, a lot of talk about that in different groups and stuff like that. And you said that, what is the reason why that is not as effective as it used to be? There's two strains of coccidiosis that is, is resistant to it. It don't touch it. One thing about Corid, it's a coccidiostat. Uh, they just pass the, 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 the amoeba out into the droppings and uh, okay. it, they pick it right back up. They just shed this uh, disease out. And then they turn around and pick it right back up. Um, so wow. uh, Coxie Buster kills it. And uh, it, it doesn't come so back. So the cord was basically just flushing it out their system. That's correct. So basically the cord was just flushing it out their system, and then they sit there and eat it right back up. Now it's right back into the system. That's correct. All right. Okay. I got you on that. Um, that makes a lot of sense, and I don't think a lot of guys knew that. Because, again, um, they're probably wondering um, or maybe thinking they have something else. If they gave them the court and it hasn't fixed the issue, they're probably thinking they got something else. But in all actuality, they, they didn't get anything else. They got the same identical thing because it's basically like they regurgitated just ate it back up, correct? That's correct. And court does nothing for respiratory. Oh. It does nothing for diarrhea or anything it is a coccidiostat only, and people use it for respiratory, and they think it's a cure-all, and it's it's just a thing of the past. It's gone. It's over with. I, w I don't even buy it's it. Gone. I don't even huh. buy it no more. 
Got you. That is a very, very interesting point. Um, because like I say, I hear a lot of guys talking about that same thing, that, that, that same thing. But it's, it's great that you explain why it's not as effective as it used to be because it's just making it pass and then they eat it back up. And then also the strains that they have out now is resistant to that, correct? That's correct. Cord is Got your you. old granddaddy stick shift. Coxie Buster is your automatic. That's what it is. That's taking it to a whole nother level, huh? Yes. So that eliminates it. Okay, so we at day 23 and 24, right? Yes. And uh, you just want to run some vitamin pro to get them over the uh, coxie buster after that. And then okay. we're going to go on to worming. Uh, worming the chick on okay. day day 30. Uh, day 30. With, with, with Basterno Plus... Uh, you can worm them as early as 20 days, but like you say, that's right in the middle of the coccidiosin regiment. So I just wait the 30 days on that. And uh, okay. it's a two-day thing for worming. And what the Basterno Plus is, it's uh, albendazole, which is valbazin, and prohibit mix. But okay. to a medium-sized farm that raises about 100 stags like I do, and uh, right. your stock solution of the prohibit, mixing it up, you got to mix the whole pack and this and that, and you're throwing this away and throwing that away, right. and you're, you're taking a lot of right. guests on a baby chick. This is one pack, one right. gallon for two days. Real simple. Wow. So that is... Mm -hmm. It's real simple, and it dissolves in the water, and it stays dissolved in the water. It doesn't settle like the Valbazin settles mm. in the bottom. Uh, mm. it's, it's just a real safe and, and a measured wormer. It takes all the guesswork out of it. You don't have to ask nobody or call anybody how to use it. One pack to one gallon, two days, and you're done. And I do that. Two days and you're done. And I do that on day 30 and 31. 30 and 31. So tell me this, Rick. So what worms, what worms, is that worm addressing? Uh, round worms, uh, sequel worms. It gets some of the hook worms. I mean, uh, tape worms. It gets some of the tape worms, mm -hmm. thread worms. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You know, your major ones that's going to pull a chick down. Okay. Okay. So, so, and do we have to repeat that process? So we had day 30, we give them that two day regiment. Um, like you say, it's one pack to one gallon. No worries about how much to give them and all that. It's just one pack to one gallon, and that's the end of it. That's correct. And when it, and you do that for two days, right, right? Right. Then I come back on. Uh, I come back in thirty days again on day sixty, and I use hammer chick warmer. Uh, it's the same. Make, uh, make up as the tablet version. And a lot of people used a hammer, but I bet they didn't know there was a hammer chick. This kills all your tapeworms. Your tapeworm, wow. your tapeworm pulls a chick or a rooster down more than any other worm. It takes in more blood than a round worm. Your tapeworm is what you need to kill. 
And uh, gotcha. a lot of people use Ivamec and mix it in the mm -hmm. water, you know, like a sheet drench, and they mix it up for the chicks. Right. They're only killing roundworms. Right. Ivamec only kills roundworms. It doesn't kill wow. tapes and tapes and flukes and some of your internal uh, uh, worms and things. Again, Ivamec only right. kills roundworms. If you're going to spend the money, get them all. Wow. Don't get one, get them all. Get them all. That's right. <laughs> you got that right. Um, if you're going to spend the money, get them all. Get them and all. And I want to bring okay, up a lot so of we got a, the a lot of people still using Wazine. It Wazine only kills the roundworms like Ivamec or Ivamectina or however you want to pronounce it. Wazine is like right. cord. It's a thing of the past. It's gone. It's over the hill. It's ineffective. It's worthless. Wow. Well, I tell you one thing, Rick. You dropping some knowledge on it because I can tell you right now, if anybody's gaining information from Facebook, it seems like a, you're, you're debunking a lot of that information that's being spread across and given out as advice. Uh, on Facebook, which a lot of new guys are 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 coming to Facebook looking for advice, uh, which I think is a good thing. But then it just kind of shows too all information is not good information. Well, just because Granddaddy done it or your neighbor done it and told you how to do it doesn't mean that it's it's the best way or the most current way. Yes. It may have it may have been good ten years ago. And uh, it may have right. worked 10 years ago, but uh, you got to right. catch up with times. Uh, we right. couldn't have done this on a phone uh, back in, in 1990. We couldn't be having this. <laughs> Actually, not even that. We couldn't have done this on a phone in 2017. This is correct. So <laughs> you got to update, you see. Uh, That's right. Corrid, Wazine, Ivamec, which I've never liked because it's so hard on the liver. Uh, and Ooh. and Thailand fifty, just 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 forget about it. You know, uh, don't even invest in it because it may knock down something simple. But if you if you really get a a, a bad bacterial infection or infestation, you know, you you want to have something good right. because you put a lot of feed and money into that that rooster or that egg to That's hatch right. and for chicks and That's everything. Right. And uh, that's right. That's right. The, the next thing I do is uh, I come back with a prevention med called uh, spiromycin. Okay. Uh, it's called spiritin on the label. Okay. And uh, out of all the uh, medications, they did about four different medications. They did Thailand, Thailandicin. Um, they did oxytetracycline. They did spiromycin and uh, several other, you know, uh, common medicines. And after 90 okay. days, this had a 90, uh, 96% no return rate of any type of symptoms. Uh, be wow. Because once you have CRD, and everybody has CRD, uh, if somebody says they don't have CRD in their game farm, they're kidding themselves and lying to somebody else. Everybody has CRD. Okay. CRD, okay. when that hen lays the egg and it hits the nest, before it's ever hatched, it's infected with CRD. 
right. and coryza and other bacterial infections. So mm -hmm. uh, you have to prevent it. And, and this is a real good prevention medication with the highest uh, percentage of no return of symptoms it's after 90 days. After 90 That's days. Correct. So, so tell me this. So tell me this, Rick. How do you administer that over the night? Oh, so you're basically saying once you administer it, give them the regimen, they can check 90 days later, and they'll still have a 96% chance that it will be not there. That's correct. After that 90 days. That's correct. Okay. And so, so how do you administer that? That right there. I do it four days at a time, at day 40 through day 44. Okay. And then I come four days. Okay. Then I come back with a uh, day sixty-five and sixty-nine. Wow. Okay. Um, so so we got Bert. Mm -hmm. And before you put them on the ground, or if you get uh, two or three days of rain like we've had, or a week of rain, or two weeks of rain, just anytime you you think they're not feeling good, run run the spearmycin through them. You know, uh, and. Okay. Uh, for four days is kind of a prevention, you know, and uh, give, it peps them up. And some something about when you give antibiotics, especially erythromycin, uh, it jump starts are growing. They'll outgrow other chicks that hadn't had antibiotics, and uh, they'll be healthier, gotcha. healthier, and, and uh, nicer muscle and stronger bones quicker than non-medicated chicks. It it synthesizes or does something in their body. Right, 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 right. Okay, so so that's something during rainy season when there's a lot of mud out there and all that kind of stuff. That's probably the best thing to do for them, huh? Yes. Okay, so so we had sixty five days now, right? Yes, and I, I I just warm them every every month. Every month from there. Yes, I warm them every month. And. Okay, so take us through the take us. Do you rotate your wormer? Use the same type of wormer? What what's rotation of wormers, whether it's chicks or adults, is best. Okay. Okay, so rotation. And and what do you recommend on a rotation? Uh in the chicks, I, I only have two products. Uh okay. the Basterno and the Hammer Chick. Is, is, okay, is, and those are pretty much to do the job. Yes, rotation of those two will do the job because you're getting hookworms, and uh, you're you're not uh, getting uh, uh, resistant because you're uh, rotating it out with Basterno. Okay, so are we rotating doing uh, say month month to month, or do we run a couple months on one and then switch it up and run a couple months on the other, or are we doing? Month to month, switching it month to month. Every other month. Every other yes. month. Okay, so we run two months on, on one and then two months on the other, correct? That's correct. Okay, all right. So we got our worming regimen. Those two right there pretty much do us, do what we need. Um, so as we go on past that time, what are some of the common things that you see guys encountering um, or what's the regimen after that? Uh, a lot of people have problems with their chicks. Uh, it's it's commonly referred to as pasty butt. Uh, okay. There'll be white droppings uh, 
stuck to their feathers and everything, and it irritates them and makes mm -hmm. them raw and everything. And uh, right, people think that's a disease, and it's not. That is from too high of a heat mm -hmm. or too low of a heat. And uh, okay, they just pass their food out, and it's white, and it sticks to them. And a lot of chicks you order through the mail. They already come with that condition. You got to peel it off and apply Vaseline or something, but pasty butt is commonly mistaken for a disease and it's nothing but a temperature problem, either too hot or too cold. Wow. I definitely learned something there because I had something that had pasty butt and I swear out it was a disease. I thought they were sick. That's a temperature problem. Most of the time with people with brooders, it's too hot. Yep. And I can probably I can tell you right now, mines were probably definitely too hot. If I had to bet in Puerto Rico inside that incubator with that thing, it was definitely too hot. What wow. It, what it is, the crop ferments their food. We have acids that break it down. Fermentation breaks it down in the in the in the crawl. And when they get too hot, feed in the crawl is heat. You know, like your grains of corn and stuff produces heat and keeps the body heat up. So when they get overheated. Uh, they, they don't ferment the feed right, and they uh, they expel it out quick to get it out of the body quick to, to bring the body temperature down, and that's what causes the scalding mm -hmm. of their their butthole and their and their their back right. back part of them and uh, the white right. droppings. Right. And if it's too cold, right. uh, they don't get uh, the fermentation doesn't get right, and uh, they don't digest mm -hmm. their food right, and it comes out and it sticks too. So it's a Pasty butt is a, a common condition that a lot of people have, and it's a temperature condition. Um, is it temperature? 80, about 84, to, about 84 to 85 degrees is good for a newborn chicken. You have to step it back from there. And I don't remember all of the, uh, the temperature and the specific temperatures, but that's something you would just look up for each age, you know, to, to go with the temperature mm -hmm. of what, what they should be. Right, right, right. Okay, so now we at where we at now? We're a little almost going on three months, right? We're about seventy, almost seventy days out. Yes, and uh, anytime, anytime after you give any type of preventative antibiotic, you worm or give coxibuster. When you get through with that, keep them on vitamin pro and fresh water, and and you're getting those vitamin probiotics, and, and you're doing a lot of good with the vitamin pro. Got you. And I see some comments. I mean, I know some of y'all guys might have came in a little late, but if y'all guys just relook at the video, I think Rick has covered some of those things uh, that, that they're, they're asking in a comment. Um, raise, I see one raising chick from day one to one month. Um, Adrian, yeah, Rick has uh, answered that already. So, yeah, so like I say, just, you know, uh, the guys that have came in a little late, Rick has already went through uh, some things already. We're going to keep on moving because he got some a lot of other products that we want to talk about. So we really don't want to have to kind of backtrack. I think he went pretty much in good detail from, from the aid and we up to what, 70 days now. Yes. And, uh, after that, they're, they're running free range and, 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 uh, you're soaking oats or, or you're soaking dog food with the vitamin pro and, uh, another way to, uh, administer, uh, the worming, uh, Mr. John does it a lot. And in some of his videos, okay. and uh, 
you soak it in dog food. That's real good way to, to uh, get them to eat it uh, and administer the, the worming of, for the chicks and, and any medication. Because you can mix this like the Basterno Plus. You mix up one pack to one gallon, soak your dog feed right. in it, and feed it to them, and they worm, you know. And, uh, right. You don't. Right. You don't have to worry about them only drinking out of that wormer. They could be drinking somewhere else, another water supply. You know, you, right. you're getting it when you're mm -hmm. feeding it. When you feed it to them, and you let it drink it in a in a fountain or a bowl, and you're right. feeding it to them, right. they drinking it and eating it, and that's the best way to right. come at it as, as a two two way approach. You know, if they eat and drink two -way it. Approach. They get the medication from one way or the other. Right, right. So, Rick, so so now they, like you said, they're free ranging. That's kind of the next phase in their life. We're pretty much maintaining it with just like a good vitamin. Um, it, it, it is, it, it, and what I mean by the vitamins is this something that we're doing on a couple days a week, two days a week, one day a week. What do you recommend on that? Uh, about one day, one to two days a week is good on that. You know, if they don't drink the vitamin water and it's in the shade or, uh, you know, under a shelter or something, and there's some left over, you can give it to them two days, you know, uh, but, okay. uh, I don't like it every day, but you know, one right. day a week and let them drink it up. So you're not, you know, you're not wasting anything is, is, is good. Right. Right. Okay, so so now they they're out, they're running, they're ranging now, and you know, and obviously when they're ranging, that's when it comes a whole new set of issues, well, possible issues, you know, because they're out there now picking in stuff, getting in stuff, and all that kind of stuff. What what are you? Is there any type of those wormers that you talked about? Is for internal or external parasites? No, uh, unfortunately. Uh... You know, you would have to get something like Zydectin or Ivamec sheet drench to mix up in the war wormer to get the external parasites. And uh, okay. I would recommend oh. Zydectin uh, sheet drench. And uh, you, you mix it up in the water for one time to, to get those external parasites on the chicks. Uh, or an okay. Ivamec-based product. We'll, we'll get that also, but uh, it also get it. I really don't care for Ivermec at all. It's too it's too hard on the liver. Okay, okay. So now that that they out here free ranging, uh, this is one of the things I see a lot in Puerto Rico, which they call moquillos, is is the mucus from the from the you know mucus from the nose, you know swelling around swelling around the eyes and, and you know the, the mucus from when they when they press on it they can have that mucus come out the nose what do you do for that that that's most most of the time if you can smell it but just by holding them mm -hmm. or you can go into uh your little building or something and you can smell it it has mm -hmm. a foul odor that's mm -hmm. usually coryza mm -hmm. and uh spearmycin uh will get it uh, but it's more of a CRD product, but, uh, I have one here that is doxycycline and tiamulin furmate. Mm -hmm. And tiamulin furmate is generic for Denigard. And a lot of people okay. love Denigard. 
and they, okay. they have to buy penchlor and all this type of stuff to mix with it. Mm -hmm. And this right. already has the doxycycline, which is which is far more advanced than penchlor or your basic oxytetracycline. So it's already mixed. Okay. And uh, you so have your, your vitamins and minerals, and, and it's already mixed all in one tub. And that's that's usually what you do for when they got that that mucus coming out of their nostrils like that, right? Yes, or uh, rattling in their lungs or throat rattling. Uh, mm -hmm. It's good for foul carrier, which is one side of the face swelled up, and then they having green or white or yellow droppings. And uh, okay. you know you have several different uh, conditions that will, will this here will get. Okay. So, Rick, my next question is, how about the bubbling of the eyes? When you see those bubbles coming out the corner of their eyes, what is that? That's a CRD. Or there is a viral condition that causes that, too. And uh, I get a lot of people that's, that call me back and said this medicine didn't work as good as I thought it was, and this didn't work, and I tried this, and I tried that, and they've tried two or three different medications. That is a viral condition, mm -hmm. and viral problems can't be uh, prevented or solved or treated by antibiotics. Antibiotics does viral conditions mm -hmm. no, no good. So if it's not bacterial like coryza or CRD mm -hmm. or foul cholera or uh, uh, there's another one that's uh, kind of left my mind right now. But anyway, if it's a bacterial okay. condition, infection, the antibiotics are good. But if it's a viral problem, antibiotics are no good. And uh, I right. uh, can't stress that enough because they try two or three different type of medications and then they say nothing's working. Mm -hmm. Well, it's viral and there's nothing you can do but time. Right. And, and a lot of times during time. that time, they die too. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah, the first time I seen it, the guy was like, you know, he's like, you can't get rid of that. He's like, you might as well just call him because you ain't going to get rid of it. He said, you might, you know, let time go by. It'll go away. Then he said, you know, you put him under a little stress or something like that. Then it'll come back again. He said, as long as that bird is living, it seemed like, you know, from his experience, he's like, you know, he did the same thing. Tried three, four, five different things. Nothing worked. And just realize that this got to be something else because it's not going away, you know. Um, so with a situation like that, I mean, really nothing you can do. I mean, if you're going to probably have to call them, huh? If they don't respond to antibiotics and uh, you just have three or four with this problem, it'd probably be best just to call those. But, you know, if you have a large farm with uh, 150 to mm -hmm. 250 to maybe three or 500 corded birds and, and you have widespread problem, you better get to a lab and find out exactly what you're dealing with. So you can, uh, if you're not reacting to antibiotics, because some new conditions now that's coming from wild turkeys and, uh, mm -hmm. is, is only responding to tilmacosin and, uh, Timocosin. Yes, it's another type of antibiotic, and this is real bad in West Texas and, and out that away mm -hmm. in the desert. This problem's come from wild turkeys, and uh, 
you just have to get with your lab or there's a private lab out in California that will do the testing and you won't get your state involved, you know? So, uh, right. You keep having a reoccurring problem. You need, you need to get them to a lab or find out uh, what's going on, you know? Right. And, and Rick, tell me something. I'm glad you brought that up about what they're, what they're contracting from these wild turkeys. Is it any particular symptoms guys can look for? I know you said it's kind of like out in West Texas, but just for information purposes only, is any particular symptoms that, that, that guys are seeing that has been experiencing or had that experience with this wild turkey situation? Oh, uh, the bitties, the chicks get about big as a quail and they just start dying. And uh, it's a respiratory mm. problem. But uh, not a lot of antibiotics uh, respond to it other than Tilmacosin. Tilmacosin. Okay, Rick, is that a product that you sell also? I can get it. I don't keep it in stock. But uh, I, I'm going to. It's not that common, right? Because unless you, you, you deal with a lab, you know, you wouldn't know that. And you wouldn't know to treat with it, you know. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, so, uh, so Rick, so tell me now, you know, they're out there. they stags now. Uh, what are some of the most common type of issues, health issues that you see guys going through? You get the most questions about. Foul pox, and and that's okay. one of these viral problems. Uh, they scab up. Okay. They they look like they've been bit by mosquitoes or something on their face, and and that's just a common, very very right. common foul pox. And and you can right. vaccinate for it, but if I send them from Georgia to California, or you send them from Texas to Mexico, they're gonna come down with foul pox anyway. So I don't even vaccinate for it. But a lot of people do, and if you have good luck with it, do it. But uh, foul pox right. is a viral condition. It goes away on its own in seven to ten days, just like kennel cough in a dog. Uh, you okay. can give it shots, powders, pills, and you're not doing nothing. Uh, some people say put right. shoe polish on it and it dries it up. It runs its course in a week to ten days. And really... So it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter what you do. But one product that uh, I don't carry because it's liquid that you can get over the counter is Genetian Violet. It's a purple spray. And I know you've seen it before on, on wounds that people spray mm -hmm. with horses or cows. It's purple, bright purple. That's right. Genetian Violet is the yep. best thing for pox. And... Uh, you just keep a close eye on them. If they get a secondary infection, then uh, you uh, can treat with antibiotics in. But foul pox is, is something that's not treatable by antibiotics. It just runs its course in due not time. True. And does it spread, uh, Rick? Yes, one year uh, when I was uh, about 16, I fed a bunch of watermelons to, and one had the pox. And I had every one of them with the pox. I had about 100 after that. So I don't feed melons anymore or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, and uh, I, I asked that question because somebody, somebody down in the comment had asked that question, which is a very good question. Does it spread? So in a situation like that, when you have one or two out there with it, you better quarantine them, huh? Quarantine them or get rid of them if it's just one or two because flies, mosquitoes, and gnats spread it 
Nets is the worst because they get in the eyes. Okay. Okay. So now we're talking about eyes, Rick. I know. How about the eye worms? Uh, don't really have a lot of problem with it on the mainland. Uh, some in South Miami, uh, down there in the, in the heat and everything, uh, south of the Everglades around Homestead stuff, sometimes eye worms pop up. Uh, the okay. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and Guam have a lot of problem with the eye worms. Uh, this is drops okay. for the eyes, and it's called oxyred. And when you put okay. this drop in there, the worm just crawls out and, and hits the ground. You can watch it crawl out and fall and hit the ground. Wow. And so, so Rick, with that right there, what's the, what's the regimen with that, with that uh, medicine? You just put five drops in his eyes, and the worms come out on their own and fall, fall, fall to the ground. But uh, one telltale sign of it is runny eyes. Not bubbly eye, but just like tears run out of their face. And they constantly got their head under the wing, rubbing their, their eyes on the inside of the wing, like scratching it. Uh, that's a telltale. Right. And watery eyes all the time is a telltale sign of eye worms. Of eye, so you don't actually physically have to see them. Just those symptoms alone, most likely, is probably what it is. With his huh? head under his wing all the time and rubbing his head on a limb or something or a post, you know, uh, and watery right. eyes, it's, it's usually eye worms. Okay. So, Rick, let's talk about uh, what you and I had talked about earlier is about the Mercs, how, how guys get that kind of confused, thinking the bird has one thing and it actually doesn't, you know. Go into detail or tell us about that. We talked about it earlier. Beside foul pox, uh, with shoe polish and this type stuff and and uh, treating it with antibiotics, another biggest thing that I run into questions with people is Merrick's disease or referred to as range paralysis. Uh, okay. That's a disease and inflammation of the brain. It attacks their central nervous system, and, it, and it's, it's a real bad disease. Uh, a lot of people do vaccinate for it. Uh, I had a Hatch family that run heavy with marriage disease. Uh, no, other family, hmm. no other family of chicken I had at that time but that Hatch family was marriage disease, so I just got rid of that family. But, right, uh, right. There is a form of CRD. It's called MS strain. There's MG, mm -hmm. which is mainly in their lungs. Their heads turn blue. Then there's MS strain, which affects their joints and their mobility. And what happens, mm -hmm. their joints swell up kind of like gout or uh, okay. they feel arthritis. The chicken feels arthritis. And he'll walk okay. around and fall over or squat down. He'll get up, walk a few more steps, and sit down and squat down. But his body uh -huh. is hydrated. His, he's got a lot of flesh on him. He feels real good. He's bright-eyed. He's red-headed. Right. Uh, he eats good, right. but he's not starving to death, right. you know. Mm -hmm. It's MS. It's not Merrick's. So every time you see one limping or having problems, it, it's, 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 it's MS form of CRD, not... Right. Uh, not Merrick's. And another thing with the Merrick's disease, it affects the eyes also. They'll turn blue and go blind. 
with Merrick's disease. Hmm. And a, hmm. most of the time, I say about 75% of the time when Merrick's disease, they lose their legs and go blind as well. So, so, so. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. Um, one of the the one of the ways you can distinguish between Merrick's and uh, MS is MS. Their body feels good. They're heavy. They're not dehydrated. Uh, they eat normal. Merrick's. Uh, they could be blind in one eye. They lose their legs forever. It never comes back. They never walk again. They never take a step. They just fall around and flip around, you know, and they lose their body and their breasts, and they feel dehydrated all the time. And uh, mm. that's, that's Merrick's disease. And uh, there, uh, there's nothing you can do for it. Uh, but, but nothing it you can do for it. Gotcha. Other than vaccination. Okay. Okay, so if he gets it, that's a done deal. Just go ahead and call it. Don't even worry about spending any money on that because you can't fix that at all. No, sir. No, sir. So, so Rick, how about how about the MS? What 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 can we do about that? I would go back to this Tiamulin, uh Denigard generic with the doxycycline in it. Uh, okay. See. Most of these powders I have have combinations of antibiotics in them, two and three different, mm -hmm. you know, antibiotics and stuff. And most of the products sold are only one antibiotic, you know. So like okay. with the doxycycline, right. you're getting the guts, you're getting some disease of the guts, and you're getting respiratory disease mm -hmm. all in one tub, you know. You don't have mm. to mix. Match right and, and guess you just give it this you see right and uh uh a lot of antibiotics like in roxil which is batrial which is okay there's another thing like wazine and and cord it's a thing of the past uh okay combinations of antibiotics is what's getting it anymore and mm -hmm. say if you've done all these prevention med medications Right, and you've done everything you can do, and your chicks get sick, and they get radley in the lungs, real bad. Right, right. This product, Vetrisin Ultima, right here, is is okay. what you would do. It helps on the MS too. Uh, it's a powder version for the water, and it's, okay. when the chicks get sick, I really like this because this product here has something that no other product has that anybody come out with has prednisone mm -hmm. in it, which is a steroid, mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory steroid that uh, humans use prednisone. It repairs their lungs after it gets infected, you know, wow. uh, right. prevents a lot of the scarring and, and scar tissue in the lungs. Uh, this particular product has doxycycline, tylenosin, uh, paramectol, which is tyl uh, mm -hmm. Tylenol in it, acetaminophen for fever, because a lot of chicks don't die, wow. die from the disease. They die from a, a too hot or the fever. Um, right. It has bromhexine in it, which is a mucus a snot. It gets that out of similar to mucinex. Mm -hmm. um, and it has prednisone, which is a steroid for lung repair. 
So you got two antibiotics, you got a fever reducer, you mm -hmm. got Mucinex plus steroids for the lungs all in one product. Wow. So, so Rick, tell me this. What type of regimen would you run them on with that right there? I only use this if they're sick and, and they was rattling and, and stuff, you know. And you can substitute this in for like spiromycin, you know, if you don't want to carry three or four different. But, uh, okay. I keep the Denigard uh, and doxycycline, thiamine, and furamate, I keep that as a powder. I keep the spiromycin and this Ultima right here. I, I keep those, those three. And, uh, those are so, those are, those are most common things that are, that'll knock out a lot of elements just with those two products. Yes, and see, other products, you would have to buy two different bottles and mix up two different stuff together. Then you would have to know what antibiotics uh, go with this antibiotic and, and what don't That's go right. with that, and, and it's already here. That's right. You just tear open the package right. and put it in the water. It's simple, no guesswork. That's right. So, Rick, tell me this. I see Brent. Eastland asked about the green injectables. What's the, what are you talking about? This is the green label injectable. It's called Pneumosure. It's for pneumonia in people or animals or anything. Um, it's uh, cephalaxin, which is K-flex in human medicine. Uh, Ciproloxin, which is Cipro 500 in human medicine. I know you've had Cipro 500 before. I've had it. Uh, when you get out of the hospital right with on. pneumonia, Cipro 500 is usually what they give you. Uh, especially old right. people, they give the Ciproloxin. And the dexamethasone okay. is an anti-inflammatory steroid that uh, takes all the, the mucus and the water off the lungs and gets it out of them. So uh, mm -hmm. three quarters of a cc, and three days later, three quarters of a cc of this, and and you're pretty good shape. And uh, cephalaxin, ciproloxin, and dexamethasone all in one. It's hard to compare wow. with this here. So so Rick, tell us all of the all of the elements or health health encounter situation you would deal with that you would administer that right there. In the Philippines, after a, a long show in the Philippines, and mm -hmm. uh, you know how it goes in a show, especially in, in the Philippines, uh, after they uh, clean them up and wash them up, this here is a very mm -hmm. good product for after the show. Uh, okay. It's rid of all infections. Or if a little dog comes through your place and bites a couple of roosters, you know, and don't right. kill them, but they got puncture wounds from dogs uh, getting in your fowl. This green label right. gets those infections out of them or a pen fight, you know, or uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But for CRD and most of your respiratory problems, this right here will knock it out. And, uh, that will right there, huh? This is a general purpose all-in-one injectable that everybody should have. Because uh, okay. in the Philippines, they do it for after the show care when they, when they bring them home and, and they're taking uh, care of their champions. And then also, mm -hmm. it it's a, goes good for a lot of respiratory problems. And when you inject it, you know okay. he got it. You don't have to guess if he got it. Right. 
Right. That's one injectable right. that I carry. That's one injectable. Okay, you said a third of a cc one day, and then on day three, a third of a cc, you should be good to go. Three quarters. Three quarters. Oh, three quarters. Okay. And on, three quarters. Okay, three quarters of a cc. And on a big rooster above five and a half pounds, I do one cc. Okay. 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 And, and all right. So what what do you have in your house? I thought you grabbed something. You was about to go over something next. You was asking about earlier about the the yellow mucus and uh, swollen head right. and and uh, watery right. eyes and the cheese in the roof right. of their mouth. That's coriza. Mm -hmm. This here's a real good coriza uh, medication. And it works real good for throat rattles, not lung rattles, but throat rattles or squeaky crow. Um, mm. The green label, the only thing that I haven't had real good success on it with is throat rattling. And I don't know what okay. medical condition that is, but uh, it it gets it gets ninety percent of the stuff. But uh, it does. If you have a lot of problems with coriza in your in your fowl, swollen heads big as your fist, and uh, cheese, mm -hmm. uh, one side of the head swole shut. You know, you usually use right. lose that eye in that fowl okay. uh, if you don't treat it. This right here is the okay. best I know of. It's uh, fluorophenicol, 10%. Uh, it's got tylenosin in it and dexamethasone, which is an anti-inflammatory uh, anti steroid. Uh, this is a real gotcha. good coriza injection. Uh, a half a cc, uh, three days later, another half, and then three days later, another half, because a lot of that cheese up in the roof of that mouth is is right. really deep in their sinuses, and it, it takes three treatments of this to get it. But uh, Right, because some of that stuff is deep up in there. You got that right. And uh, Coriza, that injectable, uh, I call it the white label, but it's fluorophenicol, tylenosin, and, and uh, dexamethasone in it. Right, right. So, so Rick, I know you have a few other products there that 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 we didn't talk about exact symptoms that that to cure. But you have any other items? Any any more products that you would like to talk about? I really like this here. Baytrill okay. is weak at best anymore. Mm -hmm. I I don't care for Enroxil at all. Okay. Baytrill is getting about like Thailand. It's just getting weak. Uh, okay. Just don't care for it. Just don't like it. There's something better. Uh, you shifting right. gears with a stick shift if you're using Baytrill anymore. Right. Uh, this here is automatic. And, and, and that is used for? CRD, coriza, respiratory issues. Baytrill is a first-generation quinolone. This is a third-generation okay. quinolone drug. It gets what's resistant to Baytrill. Same family, like a Smith or a Johnson, it's the uh, same family mm -hmm. of drugs as a Baytrill, but new and improved. And uh, new and improved, okay. Level Floxin or Level Max uh, tablets start to work within three hours. Wow, wow! And Rick, that's also a powder, uh, tablet and powder. 
Okay. Okay. The tablets, uh, uh, older gentleman out in Oklahoma put on the internet about a, a cure for CRD and all this. Uh, mm -hmm. He was using Batril for dogs. This is a new and improved form of what he was talking about. Uh, why I don't believe there is a 100% cure for uh, CRD. This uh, knocking okay. symptoms back on it a whole lot and keep uh, a lot of times from it from reoccurring. But like I said, Batril is a first-generation quinolone, and this is a third-generation quinolone. And uh, it's just new and improved, faster acting, longer lasting. Got you. Got you. Got you. It, okay, what else you got there, Rick? It's also in powder form. All right. So in powder form, what is it? Is it the same thing, one packet per gallon of water? or? Uh, this particular one is... Uh, Uh, one one pack for treatment to one and a half gallons of water. Okay. And, and, and Rick, how long do they run that? I'll go at least six days on it. At least six days. Okay, six days. Yes. Okay. Uh, most of the Philippine products are, are in English. And uh, they got prevention and treatment uh, directions on the label, which makes it real easy. Takes all the guesswork out of it. Eliminates a lot of phone calls, right. you know. Uh, right. The Vitamin Pro. I, I really like this. Okay. And the chicks and, and your adult file. Mm-hmm. Vitamins, minerals, electrolytes, amino acids, and probiotics all in one. No mixing, all in one. no buying extra products. It's all in one. It's all in one. And that's what you said you'll give about one or two days a week, correct? That's correct. Uh, they have it in tablet form, and I, I use this in my keep. Okay, that right there. Now, do you use that one or two days a week, or is it the same one day a week or two days a week? I use a half a tablet for a day for two weeks on it. Oh, a half a tablet a day for two weeks, huh? Yes, and during the keep. Okay, okay. Um, all right, all right. So so what else you got there, Rick? This has been some extremely good information. I do want to just make mention in the comment that, no, Facebook doesn't allow uh, me to make Rick big and me small, which I would definitely like to do that. But obviously with this live stream of uh, Facebook, you know, it only gives this option right here um, to do it. But I am looking for looking at some software that would allow me to make the guests big and I'm small because, you know, the interview is not about me. It's all about the guests, but we just work with what we have. I'm sorry, Rick, you can go ahead. This is another common product that a lot of people like, uh, Ambroxatil. Before I started with this endeavor and, and selling products, there was four or five Philippine products that was real popular in this country, and this was one of them. Ambroxatil okay. has a large following of people, and a lot of people like it. And uh, okay, it, it's a good product, but 
I like the Ultima and the Tiamulin better because uh, of the different drug combinations, but people like and swear by this, and uh, it's amoxicillin mm -hmm. and tylenosin with uh, mucinex in it. it. It's a good product. So tell me, Rick, what, what would they be using that for? Uh, respiratory. Uh, it helps with the greens, too. And uh, coryza, uh, runny nose, uh, snot, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, okay. And it, it gets some intestinal problems, but uh, not all of them. And it, it is also in a generic version that is cheaper that a lot of people don't know about. It's called Derbidox. It's just generic version. Okay. But uh, it's, it's, it's cheaper than, than uh, Ambroxetil because Excellence is the maker of Ambroxetil and, and uh, okay. they, they're, they're the Nike of uh, the Philippines is the Excellence Game Foul okay. Company. But this is made by another company and that's a generic version. Okay. And the big tubs of the same thing so if you got a big farm, I got the big tubs. I right. got the medium-sized tubs for uh, people like myself that raise about 100 stags. Right. And right. then I got the packets, you know, for people that okay. want to raise about 50 stags. So I can accommodate large farms, medium and small. And, uh, and small. That, that's what I try so, to do so is help everybody. Right. So, so Rick, just one last thing before we close out. Um, um, obviously, uh, you said you get a lot of phone calls. So the best way for these people to contact you, was that another product you wanted to show, Rick? I want you just moving that around. I want to go over these wormers because this is the most important. Okay, let's go ahead. Yes. This is my favorite wormer. It's Vermex 4. Okay. Yes. Uh, Levomasole, Albendazole. Praziquintel and Niclamicide mm -hmm. all in one. It has four different combinations mm -hmm. of wormers all in one. And uh, Praziquintel gets you tapeworms. Very, very good wormer. Why just worm right. with one wormer when you got four right. combinations of wormers that's getting round tapes, flukes, everything. lung worms, everything. Right, everything. I have an Astig. Uh, this is a favorite of a lot of people. Prozzy Quintel and Levomasole. Okay. I got one of my second best favorite, which is Hammer. Okay. I rotate between Vermex and Hammer every month. Ro okay. So those are two that you rotate through. Yes, sir. And... Uh, People use Lie, Safeguard, Ivomec. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You don't have to prop your fowl up if you worm with Vermex and Hammer and rotate back and forth every month. You would not believe the strength and endurance just worming fowl it would add to. Right. Versus uh, using uh, other products and, and single wormers like Ivomec. Right. Safeguard. Right. Safeguard is only effective right. if you use it four days in a row. I don't have time to okay. go over every chicken for four days, so I just give them one pill and done with it, you know, easy. <laughs> right. Right. So, so Rick, when you give them that, you done, they done for the month, right? The whole month. 
The whole month. The whole month. Okay, so one dose, and they good for the whole month. Okay. And this is a, a hammer product that's got the prosy quantel in it. And uh, that ingredient, if you don't have it in your worming program, you're not getting all the worms. I don't care who says it. Because this here okay. is 99% effective for tapeworms. And your tapeworms okay. is your the hardest on the foul. They, they, they take the most blood and the most uh, mm -hmm. nutrients out of your foul is a tapeworm. And if your wormer doesn't gotcha. have prosequintel in it, you're not getting all the worms, and your fowl are not as strong as they can possibly be. One right. thing I noticed with a, a regular rotating worm program, my disease is, is non-existent anymore. My disease left me. Mm. So if you're having disease mm. all the time, and, and you're grabbing this powder and this pill and that shot, uh, mm -hmm. You, you need to get on better. You need to check your worming program out because it's not sufficient. It's not getting the job done. It's not getting the job done. So that like, that goes back to, like you said, it with a solid worming program, it can do wonders for your file without having to add a little of this, a little of that, a little of this, a little of that. If you keep that inside free of all those parasites, they can really flourish and gain all the benefits from the feed and everything. A common a common wormer that people use is safeguard pig wormer or safeguard horse wormer. It it's still effective, but you have to use it at least three or four days to kill the tapeworms. It'll kill your roundworms out with one dose, but it takes three or right. four days to get the tapes, and that's what I'm after is okay. the tapeworms. Uh, it's becoming right. a thing of the past. I used to use it. I used to like it. I used to tell people about it. I don't recommend mm -hmm. it anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. When you give them a tablet, you know they got it. You don't have to guess whether uh, they're getting it and eating it out of their feed. You see it go down mm -hmm. their throat, and, and, and right. one, and it's done. Uh, right, one, and it's just done. So, Rick, can you give those to chicks, or what's the age limit on those? On a button stag, I give a half a dose. Okay. And also, this is the old worm all on the uh, American formula. Okay. Uh, a game file man here helped uh, this company, Battlecock, over there get the patent off the off of the Salisbury formula here in the United States. Okay. A lot of people don't know this, and, and uh, I didn't know it myself till I started selling this product. This is a wormer and a coxie med all in one. One in ingredients in this, I believe it's the dibuterol, is a coxie med also. So this is a favorite hmm. of a lot of people is the old worm all. And uh, the old worm why all. it's effective is it's getting the worm and the coccidia too, you know. That's another. But is it getting all the worms? Is it getting the tape? It's, it does good on tape worm, but not. As, as good as the as other. As a prosy quintail. I, I like to gotcha. use this before and after the molt because this blows them out real good. Kind of like a colon cleanse, you know. It blows them right. out real good, gets them, gets them ready for the molt. I like to do this before okay. and after the molt. And uh, the other one, like Vermex 4, is an easier wormer. Right. I, I condition with it. 
Right. But th this is a favorite okay. of mine before and after the molt. Right. So tell me something, Rick. Like back in the day or in, uh, in other countries, uh, do they worm doing a keep or is that something? What do you recommend on that? With the Vermex 4, if you just do a two-week keep, you can worm them 14 days out and you're good. It's not going to affect them. It's yeah. a no-fasting wormer. Uh, a no-fast. So they can eat and everything. Okay. Okay, because I know a guy had reached out to me. He asked me, he said, what kind of, you know, I'm, I'm feeding him. I mean, I'm worming him. I want to know if I can feed him. I said, that all depends on the, on a wormer, correct? Because all of them are not the same. Worm all and hammer. You, you have to fast the day before. Uh, okay. Astig, Vermex 4, and, and a couple of other wormers, you don't have to fast. Okay. Okay. Well, Rick, this has been some excellent information. You have a lot of questions uh, in the comments section. But um, just so we can just say this on, on video now, y'all guys can, his name is inside the, um, inside the uh, post in the comments. I mean, in, in the, um, in the post, y'all guys can reach out to him. Uh, Rick's like to do a lot of his contact information through Messenger. Um, it's a lot more easier, convenient and stuff like that. So if you need to reach out to him, you can do that. And Rick, what you got there? I just want to go over this one more thing. I apologize. Okay, no problem. On adult fowl, for the greens, uh, some stags have uh, thin breast, which is bacterial enuritis, which is a gut infection. Uh, white droppings, salmonellosis, which is yellow droppings, is gut infections. Everybody okay. that has game chickens should have a box of this and hope they never have to use it. Okay. But on respiratory infections, I ship priority mail, and you'll get it within three, two to three to four days, just depending on where you're at geographically. Okay. But mm -hmm. if you get the greens, he's dead before I can get this to you. Mm. And it's always going to be your brood cock or your golden hen or your stag right. you just paid $500 for. Right. <laughs> and there's other home remedies like uh, diced stewed tomatoes and things like this. But the NF1 is the single most product that I would have to, to have chickens is this right here. Right. It's the right. best for gut infections. You give them one a day for three days on the greens mm -hmm. and, and you're good. And any gut, this even helps with crop bound also. It helps anything it does. with the digestive system. I have cured crop bound chickens with the NF1. You have to give some water behind it, but it, you know, it absorbs through the, through the uh, blood vessels, but, uh, and, the, and their guts too. But uh, I've done okay. good with crop bound. Greens is your main gut infection killer uh, of chickens. And uh, wow! If if you don't take this advice and at least have a couple of good wormers and this NF one, mm -hmm. I don't even understand why you have chickens because right, this right here is probably the first product I have before any of the rest of the ones I showed tonight. NF one green label and Coxie mm -hmm. Buster, chicks, mm -hmm. adults, and stags, and all. That's probably right. the three best products that, 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 that there is. They must have. Those are things that you don't want to be ordering when you need them. You want to already have them on hand. That's correct. 
Right, because like you say, you can't get that stuff to him fast enough in order for him to deal with those greens. If you have the greens and F1, I can't ship it to you quick enough to dead before you get your package. Coccidiosis and chicks, they're dead before mm -hmm. you get your package. You need Coxibuster. Green gotcha. label, if he's hurt or uh, got an infection or something, mm -hmm. he's dead before I can get it to you. So, you know, mm -hmm. you need you need to have some good prevention and and uh, by worming, and you, you need to have a couple of basic items for uh, general care. For your program, basically. Yes. Right, right. Well, listen, Rick, you have a ton of comments. I know it's late, but uh, if you can get a chance and maybe come in and get in the comment box and maybe answer or reach out to somebody because, you know, they have a lot of questions, but you went over, it seems like a lot of questions that they have you already answered. I think some of them came in a little late in the interview. Um, so, you know, once they watch the interview again, they'll see that uh, some of those questions that they're asking uh, has already been answered. Um, also, two guys, y'all guys, I don't know what Rick's friends list look like. I don't know if he can accept, you know, additional friends, uh, but you can definitely reach out to him on Messenger. Obviously, y'all guys who are watching this interview know the man has a ton of knowledge on all the products and, and what products, the correct products you need for the symptoms that you have, not just a generalized product. Um, and, and, and it's amazing how he not only explained or debunked why the older meds are not as effective as they are today. He explained exactly why they're not effective and why the replacement products that they have out on the market, why they're so much better. So things are changing, times are changing, you know, diseases and strains and bacteria get resistant. The same thing we're dealing with with humans, you know, with antibiotics now because they apply, they use, overuse antibiotics. So, you know, we get resistant to that. So they got to come up with different stuff. The same thing that's happening with the game foul. Um, so, guys, please don't hesitate to reach out to him. Give him some time over the next day or so to get to some of the questions in the comments. Um, obviously, you'll be at, you know how to get in touch with him. He likes to deal with Messenger because he's shipping stuff all over the world, not just in the States, but all over the world, Philippines, Guam, Vietnamese, you know, all these different places. It's kind of hard, you know, with the different time changes and stuff for, you know, him to be able to talk on the phone. So Messenger is a way that y'all guys can get in touch with him. And, Rick, I want to say I greatly appreciate you coming on today. You dropped a lot of knowledge. This uh, video will be up. I'm pretty sure guys will be coming back and back again to just, uh, uh, you know, look at it over again. And uh, I'm pretty sure you'll have a lot of questions. And a lot of guys have already been asking, where can they get the stuff from? Well, y'all guys know. The man who's in the interview is the person that you can get all the stuff that he talks about. He explained to you in detail what it's made for, where it comes from, the quality control of it, and for what symptoms. So y'all guys can reach out to him with any questions that y'all guys might have. Um, and like I said, give him a day or two to get in the comments and ask a lot of those, answer a lot of those questions. But please watch the interview over again if you haven't watched it from the beginning because, like I say, he gave a lot of in-depth information on all of those products, and you're probably going to find an answer to your question without even contacting him. Um, so again, Rick, I appreciate it. Next time uh, we're going, this is only part one. Uh, Rick agreed to come on again because like I said, it's a lot of information. The more people that learns about this Journey to the Pit uh, video series that we're doing, the more people we're going to have, uh, you know, coming on. So a lot of information he talked about today, you know, guys, 
you know, that's coming on, the next time he come on, it's not going to be able to see this interview. So, um, again, I will also, just to let y'all know why everybody's watching, um, my friends list is, is filled. So if y'all guys can just follow me and also go over and follow Journey to the Pit fan page. I'll be posting all the interviews on there. This way you don't have to worry about just following me. Uh, all the interviews will also be uh, posted after we do them. Uh, on the Journey to the Pit fan page. I'll be putting updates and that type of stuff on there. So again, my friends list is full, but you still can follow me. And then also going over to Journey to the Pit fan page, like the page, we'll have updates on there and that type of stuff. Um, and that's pretty much it. So Monday, hopefully Monday, we'll be coming out with our next guest for Friday. Please, in the comments, take some time to thank Rick Hurst for coming on, giving us a lot, a lot of free information. I'm pretty sure we all learned something uh, from this interview. So like I said, just some common courtesy. 